0: Ray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. I
1: mean, there's so much today. This would take uh, all day. Mm. All day to get through.
2: Oh, so we're in impeachment hearing, apparently? Yeah. All day and night.
1: I mean, we could talk about the things that happened yesterday, probably for a week, and not get to everything. Mm -hmm. It's... First of all, obviously, the impeachment inquiry started out i was a little panicked uh after gordon sundland's testimony i thought wow it's kind of uh that seems bad for the president that's not good although again it's still not firsthand information he's assuming certain things he's presuming uh he's drawing his own conclusions But in the end, we found out that what was really said, and I'm trying to think if it was said to Senator Ron Johnson or to Sondland directly. There's been so much testimony and so many Mm -hmm. debate uh, messages, so much going on. I I can't remember which. But uh, the gist of it was that... Somebody, out of frustration, asked the president because the aid was being held up. And I think it was Sunlin himself. Yeah. So, Mr. President, what is it you want from Ukraine?
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And his answer was nothing. I want nothing from them. Yeah. And Trump, just do the right thing. And Trump made a point yesterday to read the transcript from the testimony of that exchange that Sunlin had. So great. Uh-huh. uh I mean, how
1: do you... How do you get past that? You can make all the conjecture you want, but really, the first-hand information he got from the president—and if the president really wanted the quid pro quo—why didn't he tell his ambassador that? Yeah, uh, it's it's uh,
2: fun times we're living in.
1: Is that what you call it? Fun, fun, yeah, okay, fun,
2: mm-hmm. which is yeah. a synonym for overwhelming, I think.
1: I uh, I dislike Adam Schiff. With all the intensity of a trillion white-hot white hot burning suns. At least a trillion, maybe 10 trillion white-hot burning suns.
2: Not much for even a mother to love there. <clears throat> no. Nope.
1: I mean, just to look at him. I can't stand it. I can't stand to look at his smug, googly-eyed face. <laughs> Jeez, his eyes bulge out of his head every time he looks at you. <laughs> it's just a mm-hmm. strange phenomenon, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, But, man, does he have a thing for trying to get this president? Wow. Uh, He is going after him tooth and nail. So, anyway, here is some of what happened at the trial yesterday or the inquiry. It's not even a trial yet. Uh, But Gordon Sumlin confirms Mm. Ukraine pressure.
2: So, this is where you
1: started to, yesterday morning, uh, started to panic a little bit. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, boy. Oh, gosh. Maybe they do have something. Here's that.
4: As I testified previously, as I testified previously,
1: what you said Mr. Twice.
4: Giuliani's requests were a quid pro quo mm. for arranging a White House visit for President Zelensky. Okay, stop. Mr. Uh,
1: okay, Rudy Giuliani did it, not the president. And it's arranging a meeting. That's the other thing I realized. Wait, they're talking about the meeting. They're not talking about the, the aid. So you had, a, you had to do something for a meeting? <laughs> I'm sorry. That's not an impeachable. It's not even an offense we should be talking about. We shouldn't even know about it. How many times has that ha- happened with every administration in the United States of America and a foreign power uh, that we we attach conditions for, for meeting with them
4: over and over?
1: All right, let's hear the rest of this.
4: Mr. Giuliani demanded that Ukraine make a public statement announcing the investigations of the 2016 election DNC server Mm -hmm. and Burisma. Mr. Giuliani was expressing the desires of the president of the United States, and we knew these investigations were important to the president.
1: So he tries to tie Trump to it.
4: In July and August of 2019, We learned that the White House had also suspended security aid to Ukraine.
1: Oh no. Oh no. I mean, the unpardonable sin.
2: Did they did they march over to the White House and handcuff him at, right after that no, statement?
1: No, they, they sure should have. Mm-hmm. Sure should have. And then they should have arrested Obama too, who also didn't give him any aid.
2: <laughs> well, he gave him blankets.
1: <clears throat> yeah, he did give him blankets. Where was the military aid? Gave him none of it. None. And you know what? Fine, you does not have to. But why aren't they worried about that? Here he is on the uh, Ukraine call setup. Yeah,
2: this is the
4: crime within my ring. State Department emails. There is a July 19th email. This email was sent. This email was sent to Secretary Pompeo.
1: Pause it for just a second,
4: Secretary. What was? Ukraine email sent.
1: I guess we're about to find that out. I think we're right? going to, yep. I think that was important to add to this discussion. It sure was. All right.
4: Email was ahead. sent <laughs> to Secretary Pompeo, <laughs> Secretary Perry. Yeah. Brian McCormick, who is Secretary Perry's chief of staff at the time. Love him. Miss Kenna, who is the acting. Pardon mm-hmm. me, who is the executive secretariat for Your pardon. Secretary Pompeo. Okay. Chief of Staff Mulvaney and Mr. Mulvaney's senior advisor, Rob Blair. A lot of senior officials.
1: Did Mr. McFeely get in? A lot of senior Anything officials. Here him? is my
4: exact quote from that email. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I talked to Zelensky just now. He is prepared to receive POTUS's call will assure him that he intends to run a fully transparent investigation and will turn over every stone. He would greatly appreciate a call prior to Sunday so that he can put out some media about a friendly and productive call, no details, prior to Ukraine election on Sunday. Chief of Staff Mulvaney responded, I asked the NSC to set it up for tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Everyone was in the loop. Uh, It was ah. no secret. Mm -hmm. Everyone was informed via email on July 19th, days before the presidential call. Mm -hmm. As I communicated to the team, I told President Zelensky in advance that assurances to run a fully transparent investigation and turn over every stone were necessary in his call with President Trump,
2: in delivering aid. Hmm?
1: No, okay. he didn't say that part. No, he didn't say that oh, part. Okay. <laughs> no. Interestingly, he did not say that part, and uh, that's important. Yeah, that part is really important. So here he is talking about how Trump communicated with him. He and he and Donald Trump had certain things that they, communi- that they communicated about, and uh, here was that system. Well, he also
5: testified that you confirmed to President Trump that you were in Ukraine at the time and that President Zelensky, quote, loves your ass,
4: unquote.
3: Do you recall saying that?
4: that? sounds like something I would say. <laughs> <laughs> That's how President Trump and I communicate. A lot of four-letter words. In this case, three-letter.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Good morning. Oh, that's wonderful. <laughs> that's rich. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, what about the rest of him? Did he love that, too? Or I, just, I, I don't know. Yeah, He's just I, particularly fond.
2: Not not being the general counsel there, mm-hmm. um, I don't know that he followed up. I don't believe general counsel did follow important up. Important question. <laughs> <laughs> you just love my backside.
1: Uh, did the president tweet that yesterday? I bet. He, I bet he if, if he didn't, he <laughs> he will today. Oh no, that's an important little yeah. aspect.
2: No, nah, but he uh, as soon as uh, you know these damning comments from uh, Sondland, uh, mm-hmm. the president was on his way. Um, I think he's coming to Texas. If I'm not mistaken, I, I forget. Anyway, he, he talked to the press and he, and he mm-hmm. he read back the transcript. It was very uh, very fun moment there yeah, yesterday.
1: It, it was uh, interesting. Trump talked about Sondland's testimony.
6: What do you want from Ukraine? I <laughs> keep hearing all these different ideas and theories. What do you want? What do you want? It was a very short and abrupt conversation that he had with me. They said he was not in a good mood. I'm always in a good mood. I don't know what that is he just said now he's talking about what my response so he's going what do you want what do you want I hear all these theories. what do you want right and now here's my response that he gave just gave ready you have the cameras rolling (laughs) I want nothing that's what I want from Ukraine that's what I said (laughs) I want nothing I said it twice (laughs) so he goes He asked me the question, what do you want? I keep hearing all these things, what do you want? He finally gets me, I don't know him very well. I have not spoken to him much. This is not a man I know well. Seems like a nice guy though, but I don't know him well. He was with other candidates. He actually supported other candidates. Not me, came in late. But here's my response. Now, if you weren't fake news, you'd cover it properly. I say to the ambassador in response, <laughs> I want nothing. I want nothing. I want no quid pro quo. Tell Zelensky, President Zelensky, to do the right thing. So here's my answer. I want nothing. I want nothing.
1: Yeah, I think we got it.
6: I want no quid pro quo. Okay. Tell Zelensky to do the right thing. Uh-huh. Then he says, this is the final word from the President of the United States. I want nothing. Thank you, folks.
2: Have a good time. I'm going to <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know why he has to slip in the I don't know Sondland very well. I mean the guy I, is I don't know either. Uh, commenting guy... on your backside, you know.
1: Yeah. He
2: <laughs> also he gave you a
1: million dollars for your inauguration. Uh-huh. One million dollars. Uh, but he's pissed off at him anyway, I think, mm-hmm. right now because he didn't other than that one line, which does help a lot. It helps. I I think that's pretty important because that's the direct line between the two of them. That's the direct conversation. The rest of this is speculation and hearsay and third, second and third hand information. But what he just talked about there, that was his communication with the president directly. And he said he wanted nothing. How do you get around that? (sighs) It's amazing. But I think the rest of his, uh, I think the rest of his testimony probably pissed Trump off. And now he wants to distance himself from, from the guy, which is fine. And maybe he doesn't. Maybe they're not bosom buddies. I, mm-hmm. don't, I don't know. But they're both hotel owners. They're both you know, super rich. And they, they probably hang in the same circles. And I'm sure they're familiar with each other.
2: He's going to have to find somebody else to donate a million dollars for his next inauguration. Probably. Because, uh, I saw that stage last night, and uh, I don't see any of them getting inaugurated. That's uh, so bad.
1: We'll get into that too uh, coming up here, but uh, Sondland also was uh, talking about never, never having, never given preconditions. Uh, here's what he had to say there. Good
4: morning, Ambassador. How are you? Good morning, Mr. Castor. Uh, welcome back. You're here all day on the 17th, late into the night. So thank you for your cooperation with the investigation. Um, did the president ever tell you personally about any preconditions for anything? Here we go. Mm-hmm. No. Okay, so the president never told you about any preconditions for the aid to be released? No. Uh, The president never told you about any preconditions for a White House meeting? Personally,
1: no. Okay. We're done here. Good night. Drive safely, everybody. Should have been the response there. He's got nothing. Again, you know, as I panicked a little bit at the beginning, Mm -hmm. once once they had a chance to cross-examine... And we heard the actual story and the direct communication he had with the president. Uh, there's no- nothing here again.
2: There's yeah. just nothing here. But before you celebrate, I mean, the next clip on our sheet is going to completely blow Right, because that.
1: because he assumed. Uh-huh. Gordon Sondland assumed. <laughs> and so he it wasn't assuming. really
4: a presumption. You heard from Mr. Giuliani. Mm-hmm. Well, well, I didn't hear from Mr. Giuliani about the aid. I heard about the in 2016 and you understood at that point as we discussed two plus two equals four that the aid was there as well that was the problem mr goldman no one told me directly that the aid was tied to anything i was presuming it was right oh
1: well then again Hmm. good night drive safely everybody we're
2: done here but does two plus two equal four have we vetted that because i really I don't know. We'll have to see
1: what Politico says I'm about gonna, it when they accurate. when they fact check that.
2: Two. <laughs> uh
1: Representative Mike Tur- Turner got a witness to admit a bombshell, mm-hmm. debunking CNN headlines in real time. Uh, he so after had, that- had this to say: "To uh, he said after you testified, Chairman Schiff ran out and gave a press conference and said." He gets to impeach the President of the United States because of your testimony. And if you pull up CNN today, right now, their banner says Sondland ties Trump to withholding aid. <laughs> Ambassador Sondland, that you have experience, that you have evidence that Donald Trump tied the investigations to the aid? Because I don't think you're saying that. Sondland replies I've said repeatedly, Congressman. I was presuming. (laughs) So no one told you? Giuliani didn't tell you. Mulvaney didn't tell you. Pompeo didn't tell you. Nobody else on this planet told you that Donald Trump was tying aid to these investigations. Is that correct? I think I already testified, (laughs) Sondland responded. No. Answer the question. Is it correct? No one on this planet told you that Donald Trump was tying aid to the investigations because if your answer is yes, then the chairman is wrong and the headline on CNN is wrong. Yes or no? (laughs) Yes. Yes.
2: Uh, Wow. I mean, that's mm
1: -hmm. that's pretty good. That's pretty hardcore evidence right there that nothing improper happened. Hmm. I'm right back to they got nothing. Triple eight, 933.93. And a Pat Unleashed on Twitter. If this whole thing has given you pain, uh, you know, it's probably a pain in the rectal cavity. I don't know. Maybe it's a massive headache. Wow. But if you've got continual pain in it, maybe it even began long before the impeachment inquiry. There is something you can try to alleviate that pain, and it's called Relief Factor. It's natural, it's 100% drug free. And it was created by some doctors who put four key ingredients that each help your body to, f- to calm down inflation or inflammation. Won't do anything for inflation, actually. That's kind of the Fed's job right now, it seems like, even though it's probably unconstitutional that it is their job. Well, that's, but, uh, that's,
2: some, that's, some, that's so, some deep insight for a Relief Factor yeah, commercial. Is. That's, that's what you get on Pat Gray Unleashed. Sorry.
1: <laughs> it's a whole other story now,
2: now if if they can figure out a way to fix inflation with uh oh,
1: like that be a new that'd and be improved pretty amazing right
2: version of relief factor yes oh
1: man well then you put these guys in the administration i think <laughs> yeah. if you want a drug-free natural way to ease your pain and get your life back go to relieffactor.com beware that gray is unleashed and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. You know, one thing about this whole fiasco, this entire circus that is happening with with the Democrats trying to persecute this president. What an amazing country we live in. Who else on this planet airs their dirty laundry for the entire world to see Hmm. like we do? (laughs) That kind of transparency... Is a big part of what makes us exceptional. I mean, we just we put it out there. Here's all the crap we're going through. Uh, we're not trying to hide it. Um, even in the Ukraine, even in Ukraine and, and Russia, you can see all of this transpiring. You know our you see you see everything we are, warts and all. So it's it's pretty amazing. It's it's a it's an amazing country. It's an amazing process. Um, but. After we had the follow-ups from the council for the Republicans, and then some of the Republicans uh, going at Gordon Sondland and really clarifying things much better than, of, of course, Schiff spun them. Then, late yesterday afternoon, Glenn got Rudy Giuliani, Rudy Giuliani, on the on the show, on the TV show, which is pretty amazing. Here's Rudy Giuliani being talked about all day long at the hearing, and then suddenly he's on Glenn's show. So uh, here's part of what uh, Giuliani told Glenn yesterday.
7: I can tell you, without being able to back this part up with facts right now, that I am entirely convinced that this whole episode is just, you know, uh, one chapter in at least a three or four chapter plan. I which I guess was best described by Strzok, to prevent him from being president. And then, should he become president, the insurance policy to remove him. And this, this Ukrainian stage also had a pre-election stage yes, because the, the Black Ledger against Manafort which it turns out to be a fraud. Well, uh, wait. Uh, hang on, was before, was you that, the, before you say was that, before you say that. delivered to the New York Times to hurt him during the election.
8: Right, and before you say that it's a fraud, I said that on the air today, and people said, what, is it? it put Manafort away. No, it didn't. It was never even used in the case against Manafort because it's so shoddy. They think that it is a total fraud. Am I right on You're that? You're absolutely
7: right. Number one, you're absolutely right. Number two, it would be ridiculous not to use it. It was so damning. I mean, basically, it shows about $12 million in bribes that are signed off for by Manafort. And the reason it counts is this. The FBI had a case that was two years old on Manafort, went back to 2014. The FBI had dismissed the case. This this, uh, rogue FBI agent, Greenaway, who's now working for Soros, wanted to reopen it. In order to reopen it, they needed newly discovered evidence. And
8: oh when, they, when, this,
7: when, this, when this meeting took place in January of 2016 at the NSC, what the, the Obama people were asking the Ukrainians to do, said, go get us bad information on Manafort so we can reopen the investigation. And lo and behold, this black ledger shows up on the doorstep of a parliamentarian. Who then brings it to the prosecutor, but also doesn't mm. forget to bring it to the New York Times first.
8: Right, and if I and
7: it ends up it, it ends up being a big hit against Trump during the campaign. Oh, hopefully to take him out. And it doesn't work that way, so then they use it to prosecute Manafort. And they
8: and they use this document and both the both the um, uh, the head of the anti-corruption and that parliamentarian both are convicted in a Ukrainian court, which no one in the media or any of these witnesses testifying have ever even heard of. Not even the ambassador to Ukraine had heard of that, apparently, according to their testimony. It seems- let let, let me tell
7: you one other fact that is infuriating. There are several prosecutors sitting in Kiev right now that want to come to the U.S to testify to that. And yeah. they are not being given visas
8: by our State Department. Can the Pompeo wow. is the head of the State Department. President Trump is the president.
7: How uh, all can I can that- tell you is uh, all I can tell you is that for three or four years that embassy Jeez. has deliberately interfered with the ability to develop this story. Oh, I know that. By not giving visas to Shokin and now four or five other parliamentarians who are ready, so, willing, and able to testify to this? Incredible! And uh, go on television, testify before committees. Mm-hmm. They are direct. They have direct evidence, Rudy, about about the bribery, the collusion. You, uh, you the case get, you is get, a massive pay for play, multi million dollar mm-hmm. scheme. And it is an absolutely travesty of justice.
8: You give and me, the, you give me their names, and I will go and bring the story. I, I, I'll, I'll, I will give you their names. Okay, absolutely. great. Was, we will go to Ukraine and get them. two of them
7: today. Okay. Um, and when you, and when you see on. that guy, Ambassador Taylor, on television, yes, he's the guy that could give them the visas. Uh, somebody <laughs> should have asked him, why are you holding back witnesses that have testimony that's totally contrary to yours?
1: And what does that tell you? Hmm. That tells you that the Democrats don't care. They don't give a rat's anus about the truth. What they care about is getting Donald Trump at any cost. Whether they have to lie, cheat and steal to do it, they couldn't care less. All they want is to get Donald Trump. They don't want to get the truth, because you've got Ukrainians that could give them that already have given them the truth. Ask Zelensky, President Zelensky. He's spoken many times about not being pressured, uh, about the fact that uh, there was no quid pro quo, that he felt that the conversation and what was being said to him was completely appropriate. He doesn't have a problem with it. And now you won't let these Ukrainians come in and testify? Hmm. I wonder why. And we all know they don't care about the truth. Uh, Giuliani had more to say. Let's put the dawn thing out and let's see if any of these crooked media people will
7: follow up on a proven case of bribery. And of course, what we prove is the double standard is so bad that they are faced with absolute proof that Biden paid a bribe. They have a tape recording in which he says, I told the president of the Ukraine. You're not getting your $1 billion unless you fire the prosecutor. Correct. That's bribery. And that, that statement was made before the Council on Foreign Relations in December of 2015. And not one of those geniuses got shocked. But then all of a sudden, a few weeks ago, an article appears in a newspaper that says that this anonymous informant says that the president of the United States threatened the president of Ukraine with not getting his military money unless he fired, unless he investigated Biden. Mm. And all of a sudden, we have a worldwide story. We're right. on to impeachment, indictment. Right. Crucify Giuliani. Crucify anybody else what you want. Yeah. The original Biden story got no coverage.
8: Well, it, it, what's in, what's interesting mm. to me and is... And it
7: turns out the Trump story is not true. And the Biden story is right. true. It, it is. And they didn't cover it, not it, even a whimper.
8: Mm.
1: This is as coherent as I've as I've heard Giuliani in quite a while.
2: Yes, because it's not a hostile interview with a with, with a with a setup mentality that's right. just trying to serve a purpose against the president. He's letting him talk and let him explain things, and it really makes sense. It makes a lot of sense. I mean, does he not sound credible? Yeah,
1: more credible than any of the witnesses we've heard in in the impeachment inquiry. Um and. He had some other bombshell things to say that uh, we'll play coming up in a few minutes that you've you got to hear. Yeah, these are stunning. unbelievable. I mean, absolutely stunning. You talk about the, th- we've done the, what, three, Glenn's done three of the specials so far. And uh, this certainly ties in with all three of them.
2: And I think the good news um, from this is that the White House is definitely watching them, as uh, Rudy mentioned. Mm-hmm um Mm -hmm. he's seen the first two which is very helpful and um i'm glad that this uh because you know if rudy is seeing them that trump's got to be aware of of the information contained in there i I would think so yeah so that's good that's good so
1: Uh, and you know this hunter biden (laughs) he's got some issues (laughs) <laughs> he's he's got a few he's got a few issues.
2: <laughs> he is the problem child, man.
1: I mean, no no experience doing what he did in Ukraine and made 5 to 8 million dollars doing it. Uh what we heard yesterday was the $50,000 a month figure was a crock. Uh he made much more than that. Uh and he might have made more than the 5 to 8 million cuz there were some secret payments that we uh I don't I don't think we know the exact amount of. But then You know, Hunter's got a few other issues, like a DNA test that just shows he's the father of some Arkansas woman's baby Uh that he denied categorically up until this point.
2: Oh, but a DNA test says... Established with scientific
1: certainty. What? (laughs) That Hunter Biden is the father of an Arkansas baby.
2: (laughs) And you know what? You know what? Nobody congratulated Grandpa Joe last night. Hey, congrats, oh, your new grandpa. That would have been awesome. Nobody now, did
1: if that. Trump had been in that debate, you know he would have been congratulated. Probably would have
2: handed him a cigar. I
1: understand, <laughs> understand you're a new grandfather. Congratulations. <laughs> Maybe making some trips to Arkansas now? <laughs> He's not expected to challenge the results of the DNA test or the testing process. An attorney for Hunter did not immediately respond no? to a request for comment.
2: No? No, huh. Wow. Oh,
1: wow. Well. Uh, the fine, upstanding guy that's done absolutely nothing wrong mm-hmm. and comported himself with integrity and honesty. Oh.
2: Huh. We well, should, we should okay. back off. He's a, he's a new dad now. Right. Hunter, leave him so alone.
1: <laughs> leave him alone. He's got a kid to take care of. Triple <laughs> eight, nine. So that five to eight million dollars is going to come in handy mm-hmm. buying diapers. <laughs> this is Pat Gray Unleashed. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Edit Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Breaking uh, breaking news tweeted out by the U.S. Secret Service: An unauthorized vehicle attempted to gain entry to the White House complex by following another vehicle that was lawfully entering at an external complex checkpoint. The vehicle was stopped, and the individual was immediately taken into custody by the Secret Service.
3: Mm.
1: Wow! So we'll have uh, more details on that as soon as they become available. I uh, have no idea. I mean, that could be anything.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Also from, uh, is it Carlin Eichner? Only two things I need to make my day. Coffee and you. Love you guys. Oh. Aww. If If I hadn't had <clears throat> the cockles of my heart surgically removed many years ago, that would have warmed them. It really would have. That yeah. was That was beautiful. That Thank was you. nice. Very nice. Thank you. Uh from Tyler Morgan. Okay, Pat Heads, new game. Yeah, we we started this yesterday, I think. Uh, because I, I couldn't really describe how much I missed Keith Monday and Tuesday when he wasn't here. So there were some attempts to do it for me. <laughs> like Pat missed Keith like the sweet, sweet taste of kale.
2: See now that <clears throat> that makes makes it sound
1: like you didn't. Sounds uh miss it, me. it's a good description though. Hmm. I'd have to say. Uh okay. Squid Pro Quo tweets Pat Miss Keith like missing the Celine Dion Christmas special That's a long time listener. I don't think we've talked about My distaste for Celine Dion's Music again lately Uh Let's see Pat Pat, Pat Lump of Goo uh, Pat Miss Keith like Pat misses seeing Colin Kaepernick play in the NFL you know they are
2: making it Sound like I didn't miss and you at all Again <clears throat> That's kind of strange isn't it Hmm Kind of, I don't know, kind of hurts. Liberty
1: Squirt sent us this tweet. If you play the recording of Swalwell's fart backwards, it says Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself.
2: Uh Ah-ha! There's
1: going to come a time, it it wasn't there, but sometime down the road where that's going to become old.
2: I hope. No, it's not. not. It's still not old to you? No. It's not. Okay, is it old to to, to to insinuate that the Clintons have killed four to five hundred people? No, that people? never gets old.
1: That's never gotten well, old. Well, this is right there with it, and this never one is
2: is got a lot going for it as far as a conspiracy theory. Uh-huh. No, he uh, didn't kill himself, <laughs> just just so you know.
1: From no joke, small... <laughs> no joke. That's no joke. That's a Biden thing. No joke, smallmouth bass, Kurt. Uh, and... Hashtag prayers for jewels, and we still are praying for jewels. Yes. I think it is incredibly positive that Glenn, and that means our voices, are being heard finally in the White House. Having Rudy on was amazing. Yeah, it really was. I mean, that's a nice get. On that day especially, Iota of a cracker tweets. This interview was stunning. Mm-hmm. I have honestly been questioning all of this the past few days, listening to hearings, but this interview sealed it for me. So, you know what? Subscribe to The Blaze. You'll get lots more of that. And uh, you'll help us continue to do the incredible work that, you know, Glenn's team uh, on TV has been doing with those specials. I had nothing to do with those specials, so it doesn't include me. But... Everybody who worked on those specials, Wait, what do you mean? You did have- an amazing job. I didn't do anything with that. Special.
2: Oh my gosh, you were there for moral support. I saw you on this one night. I was there for moral support. I saw there a shot, was a camera shot, was big yes. wide angle, and you were there. <laughs> you true. were hanging out.
1: I did stay up past my bedtime. Yeah. So, uh huh. Put See? that in your pipe and smoke it. There it is. All right. Uh, so there still was more from Rudy uh, yesterday. He man, he said a lot, and they he said did. a lot of powerful stuff that I think exonerates the administration. Of course, it's not going to mean a thing to Adam Schiff because he has Schiff for brains. So, uh, I mean, it'll just mean something to us, those of us who, who believe this was a fiasco from the beginning. But here's more of what he had to say. Let me
7: tell you one other fact that is infuriating. There are several prosecutors sitting in Kiev right now that want to come to the U.S., to testify to that, and they are not being given
8: visas by mm-hmm. our State Department. Can the Pompeo is the head of the State Department? President Trump is the president.
7: How can, can that? All I can tell you is uh, all I can tell you is that for three or four years, that embassy mm-hmm. has deliberately interfered with the ability to develop this story oh, that. by not giving visas to Shokin and now four or five other parliamentarians yeah. who are ready, so, willing, and able to testify to this yeah. and uh, go on television, testify before committees.
1: Right. We, I think uh, that reinforces what uh, we played for you earlier. But then he talked about the aid itself.
8: But did you ever indicate to Volker, Taylor, uh, Sondland, uh, or anyone else that the aid was conditional?
1: Because again, don't forget, they are alleging It was Rudy Giuliani who directly did tie the aid uh, to this announcement about the Ukraine investigation of the Bidens. So supposedly, Rudy Giuliani did do the quid pro quo. But here's what he told Glenn yesterday.
7: I never actually discussed the aid with them,
8: Hmm. Glenn. Okay.
7: Uh, The, the, The reality is that whole issue of military aid didn't come up until after I had finished the assignment they gave me. I never discussed military aid with them. And uh, of course, I can't tell you what I discussed with the president. He's my client. Right. But I had mm-hmm. no involvement at all in the issue of military aid. And I believe that that is a complete non issue.
8: Okay. If you
7: know President Trump, and I know him for 38 years, that issue is something that arises with every country. He holds up aid and he makes them justify huh. it. Right, and with a country like Ukraine, Uh where a lot of the aid is stolen, he would have been irresponsible not holding it up.
8: Well, he said
7: Obama used to hold it up.
8: Right. They they said that um, today in the testimony, Sondland actually said that um, the president uh, said, "I don't want anything to do with Ukraine." Back in May, they're corrupt. I don't want anything to do with them, but. The corruption they're trying to say is bogus, but you're the one who brought him up to speed on the corruption. And that's all a conspiracy theory, according to the media and the Democrats. Mm
3: -hmm.
8: What changed his mind from the time in May to the phone call that allowed him to get on the phone call?
7: That's very interesting. Uh, First of all, his his knowledge of Ukrainian corruption is the same knowledge any of us would get. If we got a CIA briefing, mm-hmm. I mean, the first time I went to Ukraine was in the early 2000s. And I got a briefing from uh, Secretary Powell. I got a briefing from the CIA. And I, you know, without exaggerating, I would say the briefing was just about everybody's corrupt. Right. And yeah. in fact, I was given the name of only one person that I could really trust. That poor man was Victor Yashenko, you, 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 you uh, I've forgotten the pronunciation of his name, that was the man who was poisoned by the Russians.
8: Oh, yeah, yeah, and I remember.
7: He, he was listed as the one man you could trust. So, hmm. I mean, the idea that the president finds uh, Ukraine, one of the most corrupt countries on Earth, is only verified by the Justice Department, right. uh, where they have the foreign corrupt practices of that countries where Ukraine is among the worst. So... But but what happened here is in November of 2018, this is before this is before uh, Biden was running for president. Right. It's while Mueller was still investigating. Right. A former colleague of mine called me with uh, information. The information was uh, just to shorten it a bit that you won't believe it. There's a lot of uh, so-called collusion that went on in, in Ukraine, not in Russia. That what they say was going on in Russia looks like it was really going on in Ukraine. It included not just a server issue and the uh, hiding of the server. It included specific information that was developed by the Ukrainians that was turned over to the Democratic National Committee. And that was used to try to uh, stop Trump from getting elected, used in uh, mid-2016.
1: That's Incredible, and we have the most incredible uh piece, uh, as far as I'm concerned, uh, coming up here in a few minutes. But uh, first, a special guest joins us in studio. Uh, he
8: was he was
1: amazingly frank,
2: wasn't he? Oh, oh my that gosh. was fascinating. Yeah.
1: And and he was, you know, in some of his interviews the last couple of years, he seemed a little less than cogent. <laughs> but he was dead <laughs> so, on
8: yesterday. Uh, Ricky, who is the television executive producer. Um, said to me yesterday she said i was listening to a therapy session and i said how do you mean and she said i was listening to two guys who are so frustrated because mm-hmm. no one knows all of the facts finally f- sitting together and going right did it not validate everything you've been doing with these specials uh, and then
2: some uh, and didn't he uh, say they he watched yeah
8: yeah, uh, yeah. I, I talked to him I talked to him uh, afterwards yeah and he said Glenn I know you know the Soros piece better than I do and I started to explain and he went oh my gosh that explains this and this and this I mean Have, we are on it yeah and and, and he even
2: said um, that the people in the Ukrainian embassy they answer to George Soros, not yeah. President Trump.
8: Yeah, it was the Soros embassy, not the U.S. Yeah, what did you? What did you, I'm interested to in hear what you thought the most interesting piece was? Uh, well, he just he
1: just gave it away. Oh, I stole his answer. Uh, yeah, oh. I, I was. we haven't played it yet. So thank you for for uh, for. Spoiling the suspense. Well, let, really t- that really t- <laughs> let me tell you
8: something I found out. Let me tell you something I found out yesterday. Yeah. Do you remember during the special, I talked about how George Soros <clears throat> said he was going to invest his money? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I wondered what the investment was. While we were doing that special, found out last night, as I was on television live, wondering, he made his purchase. Uh, and it's interesting he needed the parliament to pass a new law so he got parliament to pass a new law as they were passing this there were those in parliament who said you are selling our entire country to george soros you know who's buying this you know what's going on this is a sham you're gutting us Wow. They opened up a huge portion of farmland. So now George Soros has invested in farmland Uh-oh. and uh, is now starting to control the food as well. Oh, my gosh. Yeah,
2: I see this. Goodness. I, you know, somebody made the point,
1: I think, last uh. week. I, I can't remember if it was a, in a tweet or on the air. About what what is this guy's motivation? He's like 106 years old. He could die at any time. He's a billionaire. He's, he's worth 25 do billion dollars. What is his
8: deal with he's continuing this? He's wanted to this? do this his whole life. And he's he, he keeps doing it, he, man. He, he is enjo- motivated. Right. He enjoys this. This wow. is what gives him joy. You 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 see that in old interviews with him. He loves this. And he loves this little experimentation. Yep,
2: gets that little evil
1: smile going, that little grin. Yeah. yeah, like he said, uh, a while, many, well, it's quite a few years ago now, maybe 10 or 15 years ago. The
8: first part was this uh, subversive
7: activity, disrupting repressive depre- regimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was a lot of fun, and that's actually what got me hooked on right. this whole a-
1: enterprise. Right. So- isn't that amazing? So last night. A lot of night, fun to la- bring down these, these countries. Now, whether they're good or not, it's fun to bring down sovereign nations. It is for
8: him. Yeah. So last night, uh, <coughs> after, after um, talking to Rudy Giuliani, you'll notice Rudy Giuliani said this was a four or five step process. Did you catch that? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So right. it was a four, four, and we're, on, and we're on three now. We're on 3 uh-huh. Um Wow. So I started thinking about that, and looking at George Soros today on the radio show. I'm going to tell you what's next because I've wondered. Mm-hmm. I, I even asked Rudy. I think did I ask Rudy? I asked somebody yesterday. What is the Democrats' end game? What, mm-hmm. What's the end game here? What do they expect to be able to do? Uh, and. I know exactly what they're going to do next. Know exactly what they're going to do next. And it all falls into George Soros. Wow. Yeah.
1: Also, uh, as far as the inquiry was concerned, did you feel better about it by the end? Like I did? Because I know we were both nervous about uh, the way Trump came off uh, with Sondland at the beginning. But I think after the cross-examination from Republicans and the other things that came out with him saying that The only thing that Trump said to him about the aid was that there was nothing expected. That's the only thing he got directly from the president. The rest of it's presumption, hearsay, he's assuming. But from the president, he was told, I want nothing from the Ukraine. I want them to do the right thing. Yeah, so I I felt I felt felt a lot
8: better about that. I felt better about it. But remember, you know, when we were talking yesterday during that, I said, this is a huge win for the Democrats. And it wasn't because I think this is what was going on or anything else. It's because the press and the Democrats were given what they need. Yeah. Yeah, they were. They they, you know. Um, but what was the uh, the congressman that blew up at Sondland uh, yesterday where he said, you know, is this what you said? Yeah. Is this what you said? Right. And it wasn't... And he made him say it. Right. It wasn't what he said, but as he pointed out, Mm -hmm. the Democrats, Schiff, went out and gave this big press conference and said, that's what you said. CNN is running with a headline saying, that's what you said. Is that what you said? And Sondland said, I think I've made it very clear. He said, no, no, no. Say it. Is that what you said? (laughs) Right. Uh, And Sondland clearly stated. So yesterday... My concern was this is the way Trump set this up by sticking to Buy this the quid pro quid quo, pro thing. just right. saying nothing, nothing, nothing that's right, which was foolish. I asked Rudy Giuliani about that um you know what what are you guys what are you guys thinking what are <laughs> you doing um but uh
1: I did. did you ask him about national interest? Why didn't you ever go with national interest? I
8: had, I had, Gah!
1: yeah, it's, I had I mean, twenty-two so many
8: minutes with him and convinced him to stay. We ran out of time, and I had to convince him, you know, when we went into break to stay on longer to record it.
2: And, it's a tremendous and, get, though,
1: and, on that day to get Rudy Giuliani. And awesome,
2: that that, that uh, awesome extra information contained. Um, on the Blaze is so worth signing up for. Yeah. It's a great segment. Just Absolutely. Great yeah,
1: and you get is it still a $10 off or is it 20 right now? When no, you I think it's the, $10 off now. Okay. Yeah. So it's a great deal, and it's well worth it. And, again, you help fund all the research that goes into all of this stuff yeah. and all of these specials. And there's another special. Is it January coming up that's a blockbuster?
8: Or January February? 22nd, May Okay. Actually, be bigger than it's, yeah, it's we be huge. thought. Yeah, it's gonna be huge. So you you,
1: you gotta you gotta subscribe now. Um, trip. Oh, by the way, another one of your pet peeves uh, was um, emphasized to me last night. I got it was my birthday, as you know, and uh, I got a, a another Apple TV because uh, the, the Apple TV keeps getting stolen out of my bedroom, and so we got a, a new one. And the uh, the HDMI cord that came with the <laughs> Apple TV was about this long. What is? It's that? like six inches. How is that going from the TV to the unit? Uh, so I I can put it on it. what is the deal with
8: Apple and their short cords? I think it is I can't take it. I think it is a sign to like Satanists that (laughs) yes Yes. we are the Antichrist we're here. Yes. We're just signaling you through the use of short cords (laughs) Uh
2: huh. Yep. That's
8: exactly what it is. It's like. That's exactly
1: what it is. It is the It's the most maddening thing in the world. For
8: a company that is supposed to be oh so user friendly. Uh huh. Everyone knows Uh that's the biggest complaint. Why would Yes. won't you fix it yes to have your ipad
1: plugged in and charging you have to be six inches from the from the,
2: the outlet. outlet
1: and then to to put your, to plug your your apple tv into your tv it has to dangle from, <laughs> from the tv android uh, it's, gentlemen, it's nuts it's nuts <laughs> all right all right thanks we'll see you later uh 888 thirty three ninety three. 93 let me tell you about keeps because losing your hair absolutely sucks And everybody who's in that position knows it. And, uh, you know, sometimes you're in that position earlier than others. Like there's some uh, basketball players on uh, the Cougar team, and people probably think because they've served missions and they're, you know, they've got a reputation for being old, that they're super old. They're like 45, 48 years old. No, 22, 23 years old, losing hair. It's not good, but you don't have to anymore. That's where keeps comes in. It fights the DHT hormone uh, that causes the hair loss. With Keeps, you can save your hair without ever leaving your couch. This is awesome stuff. If you're tired of losing hair, this could even regrow it. 50% off your first order. 50% off your first order. Go to Keeps.com slash Pat. That's Keeps.com slash Pat. One more time. Keeps.com slash Pat. I'm still hacked off about this whistleblower scam, too. The whistleblower can't be named. I don't know who the whistleblower is. How are you going to know whether or not they're going to name it or the, him or her? Him. Yeah, I was gonna
2: say or her. Uh huh.
1: We all know it's him. I, I don't know if he identifies as a he, I think. Well oh, that's he a does. good point. That's a but fair I've, point. Right. I don't believe we've ever heard his his preferred pronouns. Huh. But it pisses me off that they keep say Oh, don't you're getting too near and as you know, we set out the rules that you shall not you shall not out the whistleblower. We're gonna protect the whistleblower. We're gonna protect the whistleblower. How do you protect the whistleblower when you don't know who the whistleblower is? How do you know I'm getting close to that name? <laughs> and I could say the name and you wouldn't even know it, right? Right, <laughs> so ridiculous. I'm so t- so we should sing about the name. Eric Sharmella, which we which we have done in the past.
2: Oh, that's the name?
1: Yeah, Eric Sharmella. Yeah. That's oh. the CIA operative who's also a democrat uh mm. ideologue and a uh a stooge for Joe Biden <laughs> and Barack Obama. Eric Sharmella. So
2: <laughs>
1: that's that's the name they're trying to protect. The name they don't even know, but they're still trying to protect it. Um, so, yeah, I thought. We're going to sing about it. We're going to sing about it. When the name is disguised, but they won't tell you why, Charamella. <laughs> When the dim seem to lie Till it reaches the sky Sharamella Schiff will sing I am like a king I am like a king And we'll say You're a douchebag All <laughs> oh, they said Just hearsay It's hearsay Should have been a red flag When it seems really cruel that they've made you the fool, Charamella. When it seems so complete that they've just got you beat, that's Eric. (laughs) When you wish, it's a dream, but you know you're not dreaming, Charamella excuse me but you see back in old DC, Charamella. Eric Sharmella, by the wow. way. Eric Sharmella, the whistleblower. That was they a, don't know.
2: That sure. was a lot of lyrics there. Not, How long you, know, have you been working on that? Oh, months. Yeah. Months. Wait. Yeah. Does that mean you knew the whistleblower before <laughs>
1: That's what it means. I knew the whistleblower else? before. Uh, even Adam Schiff.
2: Uh huh. Well, he doesn't know. Oh, indeed, he right. He doesn't know. He still know. doesn't. So obviously, said, I knew it before him. Yeah. No, notice that Adam Schiff isn't under oath when he says that. But I'm I digress. such a lying sack. I do want Italian food now. However, <laughs> I think that's what I'm going to have for lunch today.
1: Uh, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. And at Pat Unleashed, where B De Bodine tweets, I'd just like to thank Rudy Giuliani for pronouncing it Kiev and not Kiev like the rest of the mainstream media. <laughs>
2: Yes, me too, Glenn. I will
1: not. I won't go to Kiev. Um, Murphy Pumpkin Tax, New Jersey. You know, an interview was important when it was mentioned on a New York City uh, station, WABC seven seventy, the same night.
2: Oh, good. Wow. Oh, wow. They mentioned the Rudy hit with Glenn. Nice, huh. nice. Very cool.
1: Bob, Lob, uh, let's see who else we've we got here. Uh, Tech Roo. Rich people get bored and do crazy things. Some shoplift, some try to take over the world. Uh, George Soros. (laughs) There you go. Uh, From Bob, blah, blah. blah, uh, Word has it that Hunter Biden's love child is a girl. He'll name her Burisma. (laughs) 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 That's good. Uh, And also, let's see. On this day, from Lone Wolf 2965, on this day in 1877, Edison debuted the talking machine on which he recorded his own voice. Mary had a little lamb its fleece was white as snow and Epstein didn't kill himself. <laughs> oh okay. I like it. See what they did there? I do. Yeah. Uh, I do. So, okay. Mm. Uh email the the Biden campaign set out <laughs> 6 hours. This is so great. <laughs> and this isn't Joe's fault obviously. No. He's not controlling the email situation. But in it his shows campaign. that
2: his campaign is gaftastic all over the place and
1: it's going to continue to be. It it just is. Uh, because they're going to take on the persona of the guy in charge, and that's who he is. He's (laughs) gaftastic. So they sent this email out six hours before the debate. Did I make you proud? (laughs) Biden for president. I'm leaving the fifth Democratic debate now. I hope I made you proud out there, and I hope I made it clear to the world why our
2: campaign is so important. It's three (laughs) in the afternoon. You're leaving? It hasn't even started, man.
1: (laughs) how, How could I be proud of you when you didn't even... You left before the debate started.
2: I mean, but however, that you say it's not Joe's fault. You could totally see him saying something like that. Well, I'm leaving now.
1: Yeah. Just good. Yes, it's not started. Oh boy. All right. So, we pretty well uh hammered the hearing yesterday, and what a hearing it was. It was um I don't know, there there were some definite ups and downs. That was a roller coaster ride, at least for me, cuz I I was very concerned about what was going on with the president, early going, and then the the Republicans got to some uh, actual truth, which was nice. And by the end of the day, I think they kind of smoothed it over, at least with me. I'm sure not with the mainstream media. The mainstream media is going to go with the Democrats. And they're going to say, oh, see, they proved it. They've got their article of impeachment right there. Right there! It's an article of impeachment, and you know they're going to do it. And so, no matter what happens today, and today who is it? Oh, who's our big day. witness today?
2: Oh gosh, <clears throat> we um, we had it earlier. It, I forget who it was. Is it that? Uh, oh, Lisa Cooper was yesterday, right? So, I wish she. Anyway,
1: had it's me. another blockbuster day. Now they keep they, yeah. they kept saying that, and yesterday kind of turned out to be their big day. Uh, I think at least for again for the media, because they're gonna they're going to say they've just proven their quid pro quo. Their bribery, which, you know, I can't wait till Sunday when Al Sharpton gets a shot at it.
2: The Democrats proved their Q and PRA
1: QO, their squid skid roll, the bride that was going on with the Trump administered traction. Administered traction?
2: Ad- ad- Administrating stern <laughs> Or
1: something to that effect. Yeah. We should monitor because if he gets to quid pro quo on the teleprompter, you oh. know You know that's going wildly around.
2: Oh, oh, oh. I'm gonna find out what time that show comes on. You're right. Um yeah, Fiona Hill. Fiona uh, Hill today. Yeah, yeah, Trump's top Russia advisor. Okay. Is gonna be uh this morning coming up uh about an hour, from hour,
1: now. hour and a half or so. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so last night on the Democrat debate. Now, how much do you love them? I know you didn't. You probably didn't watch, did you? You know what? It was my birthday, so neither did I. Wow! It was my party, and I won't watch wow. if I want to, and so I
2: didn't. So I was flying solo. You're flying
1: night. solo, man. But I'm glad you did. Thank you for doing that for all of us. It's uh, it's not fun. It's tough to get through. It's it, it is hard because. Yeah. It just goes against the grain of everything you believe, everything you stand for, everything you've fought for, everything you've ever been taught about this country. They are <laughs> setting fire to all of it. Yeah, well... And they do it like, I'm doing this for the American people because this is what the American people want.
2: Well, that... Who the hell are you? That was happening. And also, it's, you know, it's Wednesday night, so it's Mid-American Conference football night. Which I've got a Mid American
1: Conference yeah, football. Yeah, I never miss that. That's what that, I was watching instead of That's the competing
2: for my eyeballs. You know? If I'm
1: not mistaken, it was Akron versus Ohio University. Wait,
2: wait, no, there were there were two games last night. Oh. There were two two big Mac the games. Big Wednesday if you will. night
1: Mac uh-huh. games that are so popular right now. Yeah, yeah. An 0 ten team versus a that was...
2: Uh, uh, five and four. You got team that right. Akron now zero and eleven after they, of course, as you know, lost <laughs> to Miami University twenty to, to seventeen. Me. That's Miami of Ohio. Miami of Ohio. And uh, yeah, fun game with Buffalo and Toledo. Throw all the records out. Right, forty nine to thirty. Buffalo gets the
1: win. Now see that game does hurt because hmm? Toledo is such a crappy team. Oh wait. Oh and no. <gasps> BYU lost. To them. No. Yeah. Oh. Them and uh, South Florida. Otherwise, that you're eight and two right now and maybe going to a New Year's six bowl.
2: Yeah. All right. I mean uh, it's and, out of my system now. And if the Falcons hadn't lost, you know, six straight games, <laughs> they, they would have been. Yeah, but come on. Yeah,
1: we can do this. Come on. One of them made sense. One of them didn't.
2: I would just like I'll to point you out the judge. that in ten quarters of play, this crappy Falcons defense has not given up a touchdown. They're on fire now. Mm-hmm. And you should definitely yeah. Pick them up for fantasy football. Right. Mm-hmm. That's... Just saying. Oh, okay. Well, let's get get back okay. to our what a shoulda, coulda uh, BYU fun yeah. for us. I made one.
1: I didn't go through all kinds of detail about it. I just <laughs> threw it out there. All right. Uh, okay. uh, let's go to Roger before we get to the debate stuff. Oh. Roger in um, Michigan. Hi, you're on Guys,
7: uh, thanks for everything you guys do. Seriously. You on bet. the lighter side Thank of you. yesterday, an ambassador, whatever his name was, Mm-hmm. The more the more I watched
1: it, uh, the repeats and what have you,
3: mm-hmm.
1: it, it finally hit me. That man could be Dr. Evil's brother. <laughs> now that you mention it, uh, yeah, I hadn't thought of that until now. Uh, that's, yeah. <laughs> that's good. One million dollars. Mm-hmm. Uh, thanks, Roger. Appreciate it. Uh, Tony in Florida. You're on the blaze. Hi.
3: Hey. Hey.
8: Thanks for having me on. Hey. Uh, yeah. Thank you for everything you do. One thing that the main
7: talking point you're hearing from the Democrats is that Republicans aren't denying anything. And it's so true. Like everything these witnesses have said is true so far, but it amounts to nothing. Right. It's the Democrats that live in this existence of denial. And Hunter Biden
8: is a saint and Ukraine was never involved with anything. Everything that we don't know who the whistleblower is. Everything is denial with the Democrats. They don't
3: Yep.
7: except any of the reality of the situation, the Republicans do. The reality of the situation is
1: what everyone
7: says, and it is nothing. But the Democrats have to deny and lie
1: about everything. Appreciate it. Thanks, Tony. Exactly right. Uh, You know, this is a case, and it's one of the first in my recent memory, where the Republicans have actually done a pretty good job, I think. I I like what Devin Nunez has done. Uh, I think the Republican Council has been pretty good at cross-examining these witnesses. And they brought out some actual facts and some truth that the Democrats didn't want to come out. I I think they've been pretty solid. It's just that all of the coverage, other than Fox News and talk radio, all of the coverage uh, just falls right in line in lockstep with everything Adam Schiff is saying and doing. It's despicable. It really is. Uh, Martha in Arkansas, you're on the blaze.
9: Yeah, hi, hey. Pat. Hi. Thanks for, take, thanks for taking my call. Hey, yep. happy late birthday too. Um, you. Well, I have a, a an observation, and sometimes you think you might be a little bit crazy, but I wish I was, but because I, I don't think I am. Mm-hmm. I think the State Department and the CIA seem to be really one and the same, by the way it looks. Mm-hmm. You know, as I've told you the your fellow who takes the calls. I've watched that Benghazi, thirteen hours on in on the movie on Benghazi about four times, and it always just strikes me as that what are these? Why does the CIA office and the State Department office always seem to be operating? You know, within just a little bit of each other, and why is it that Mike Pompeo walks out, walks out of the CIA and over to the State Department, and it just. It's just kind of creepy.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and I appreciate it, Martha. Especially in this era of Trump, I think the State Department and CIA are kind of working hand in hand. They both hate Trump. Uh, The vast majority of the people in the State Department are anti-Trump, and I think probably the intelligence community right now as well.
2: FBI, everybody.
1: Yep. Yeah. Uh, And they've kind of gone to war together, so yeah, they definitely have. uh, I think they got their feelings hurt with the whole Comey thing. And uh, that's affected everything. 888 thirty three ninety three. 3393 If uh, you are not getting good nutrition in your diet, I mean, that could lead to all kinds of problems. Problems that you're having now, maybe bigger problems down the road. Um, I, You know, what I've realized is I need to get nu- nutrition into my body. I need to eat some good things. I, I Except I can't stand vegetables. And so that's where... That's where Field of Greens from Brickhouse Nutrition comes in for me. All I have to do is put it into a smoothie, or if I'm just rushed for time, I'll put it into eight ounces of water, stir it up, taste it like Kool Aid, and then uh, drink it down. Every scoop is a full serving of real USDA, 100% USDA organic fruits and vegetables. Give it a try. Go to brickhousepat.com. They'll give you 15% off your first order when you use the offer code PAT, and your satisfaction's guaranteed. Or they'll give you your money back. So start your day like me. You can end your day like uh, I sometimes do with Field of Greens. Go to BrickHousePat.com. Offer code PAT. BrickHousePat.com.
3: Pat
10: Gray Unleashed.
1: Got some tweets here at Pat Unleashed. Uh, Sean Perry who? Every time Pat sings, he gains another vote for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Before Foreigner. (laughs) 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 Out sad, but probably true. Uh, Jeffy's 18 Spoons. Pat. Best parody ever.
2: Really? You like it? It was up there. It was up there for sure.
1: Is that the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame uh, crew I see (laughs) in the parking lot? (laughs) Uh, From Capitalist Bastard, Dean Martin just sat up in his grave and took notice. (laughs) Well done, Pat. (laughs) Listening to you sing, that brought me back to my grandmother's table. We always had Dino playing. I I did love Dean Martin, (laughs) and I love that song, Uh, so... Uh, very inspiring we
2: will post that later if you missed it uh, mm-hmm. and probably helps.
1: sing it again someday uh you know maybe tomorrow a uh, comfortably smug how many people will get a 23 and me kit for christmas and discover their hunter biden's kid
2: <laughs> <laughs> more more than
1: uh, more than you could probably imagine uh,
2: and 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 they have the claim on that uh Burisma inheritance yeah,
1: so great <laughs> Uh, he made five to eight million dollars. He could afford a few extra kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gender bread, who identifies as a pat head, tweets Gaff-tastic Joe Biden's campaign slogan, Gas Gass-tastic Eric Swalwell's oh, campaign slogan. Too
2: bad Swalwell didn't That's get on says. that. Uh huh. I know. Earlier.
1: I know. Darn it. Uh, all right. So it's taken a while to get to the Democrat debate because of the impeachment in- inquiry that uh, is being held.
2: In the new uh-huh. Ukraine information. that Rudy called us with. Uh, True, yeah. Busy morning. Very busy morning.
1: Yeah, such a great get for for, uh, uh, Glenn's team to get Rudy on that day when Rudy is being smeared all over the place. Yeah. So uh, really nice. And he had some great things to say that really helped solidify a lot of the stuff that we believed was going on. And then you hear it from him, and it's like, yep, I, I know it. Anyway, here was Elizabeth Warren talking about the wonderful Medicare for All plan that she has.
10: On day one, as president, I will do uh, bring down the cost of prescription drugs on things like insulin and EpiPens. That's going to save tens of millions, hundreds of millions of dollars for people. I'm going to defend the Mm. Affordable Care Act from the sabotage of the Trump administration. And in the first hundred days, I'm going to bring in 135 million people, into Medicare for all at no cost to them, everybody under the age of 18, everybody who has a family of four, income less than $50,000. I'm going to lower the age of Medicare to 50 and expand Mm -hmm. Medicare coverage to include uh, vision and dental and long-term care. In the third year, when people have Mm -hmm. had a chance to feel it and (laughs) taste it and live with it, then we're gonna vote, and we're gonna want Medicare for all, Senator. Good thank I- you, Senator. Senator. Sen-
2: Holy crap! You just need a taste of socialism, then you're gonna want it. Yeah.
1: Yes. Dreadful. Like we haven't gotten a taste of socialism already, and and we haven't seen the fruits of socialism already. Okay,
2: that's a scary. She's, response she's there.
1: absolutely terrible. She's an absolute American nightmare. Uh, and she, that she, her socialism and her redistribution of wealth doesn't stop with Medicare for All. She's also got the two-cent wealth tax she talked oh. about again.
10: I think the way we achieve our goals and bring our country together is we talk about the things uh-huh. that unite us. And that is that we want to build an America that works uh-huh. for the people, not one that just works for rich folks. You know, okay. I she wants to a t- Pause.
1: She wants to bring us together- and then what did she just do immediately after that? She starts into class warfare. Like literally
2: the next in word, the same breath. That's that's not hyperbole.
1: I'm going to bring <laughs> us together and then takes a breath and tears us apart along class lines. This war on the wealthy has got to stop. It's got to stop. You know, you they talk about how dangerous and people are going to die
2: This is what leads to that. Reed Atlas shrugged.
1: All right, let's hear the rest of this.
10: That is, we want to build an America that works for Uh the people, not one that just works for rich folks. I have proposed a two cent wealth tax. That is a tax for everybody who has more than $50 billion in assets. Your first 50 billion is free and clear. But your 50 billionth and first dollar, you got to pitch in two cents.
1: It's 50 million, isn't it? Isn't yeah, her wealth right? tax 50 million? Yeah. And th- she's what saying she just say? 50 billion here. She just said it twice. Okay, so your your two cent tax includes three people on earth? Four? How many 50 billionaire plus people are there? There's only three or four in the world. Yeah, it's 50
2: yeah. million. Yeah, her own website says 50 million.
1: Okay, let's hear the rest of this. Uh.
10: When you hit a billion dollars, you got to pitch in a few pennies more. Here's the thing: Penny. doing Idiot. a wealth tax is not about punishing anyone. A few it's about saying you built something great in this country, good for you. But you did it using workers. All oh, of the shut up! I can't take it. You,
1: you it. didn't
2: build that. I can't do it. You didn't build that. I can't do it. It's the updated version of Barack Obama's 2008 comment. Yes. Just because you drive on the roads, you don't deserve your money?
1: Uh, are you kidding me?
2: Well, how, now let's think this uh, through. Hang on. Jeez. If we get just a few more pennies, maybe... Ooh, um, they but, can finally repair that. I. That's my the, dream. The, the road
3: begins Keith, from my house to your house. It's my dream that one day yes. that could happen.
2: Yes. I'm on board with Elizabeth Warren. <laughs> yeah. Well, I...
1: She is. She's the worst. She might be the worst candidate ever. Very scary. Seriously ever. Mm -hmm. You know, you got Bernie who admits to being a socialist and she tries to pretend she's a capitalist. She's nothing of the kind. She's closer to communism than Bernie is. Hmm. I think she might be. Hmm. Never thought of that. I I think she's more frightening than Bernie is. And uh they've all they've all got to be we cannot elect a democrat please by all that is holy please america wake up here we're gonna have to really get active in this process because we cannot allow one of these democrats to be elected we've got to get our friends and neighbors involved and help them understand what's at stake here
2: yeah that was a scary collection on stage last night. Oh, my gosh. Elizabeth
1: Warren, Bernie Sanders, uh, Kamala Harris, Buddha Judge, Tom Steyer was up Steyer. there. Steyer! <laughs> Steyer's another communist. Yeah, he's bad. A communist billionaire. He just wants to slam the door shut behind him. He got his. And by the way, he got his in the energy sector with oil.
2: Yeah, he got called out oil. on that by Bernie last night. He uh, should be
1: called out on that. I
2: think it was Bernie.
1: He made his he made his the vast majority of his of his fortune in oil mm-hmm. and now all of a sudden no no I'm mr environmentally friendly because I've made mine now now I need to stop evil ExxonMobil and Chevron oh okay uh, thank you mr hypocrite and his are the only commercials I'm seeing and maybe that's because we're in Texas maybe we don't we don't see all the you know, the battleground states, but they keep saying Texas is a battleground state now. Like, I hope not. I,
2: this is not good if Texas is a battleground state. Oh, we're done. Yeah. <laughs> we're I can't done. wait for our next clip if we want to do this after the break. Yeah, uh, we got to do Tulsi this versus break. Kamala. <laughs> it's going to be fun.
1: Uh, fun we got that. We got Klobuchar Biden, who just had a rough night. <laughs> Let's face it. The guy is struggling. Yeah. It's a struggle,
2: and now he's got to, like any mother, got to mix in some time to see the new grandkid while he's on the campaign trail. That's right. So Hope, he's gonna be stopping re- in Arkansas, really, right? Really busy. Yeah. Triple eight nine
1: hundred thirty three ninety three. We got all that Democrat debate stuff plus AOC. Oh, she is another nightmare. We gotta talk about
9: Pat Gray Unleashed.
1: Triple Eight Nine Hundred Thirty Three Ninety Three, and Pat Alish on Twitter. All right, you're going to want to check out our Twitter feed later on today. <laughs> We're going to post something that I, I guarantee you're not going to find anywhere else on the
2: internet. Oh no, no, this is, and,
1: and I think you might want to call Guinness. Quality content that we recorded, not the beer people, the world, the book of world record. People.
2: Call call them both. Yeah, um, but this, uh, what we mm-hmm. just did during the break, unbelievable. It's going to make your day later. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. It, it truly is. Mm-hmm.
1: All right, so uh, we're going over the Democrat debate last night. Uh, Elizabeth Warren, we have decided, uh, absolute American nightmare. So are the rest of them, but she might be the queen of the nightmares. Um, and then she, and then Tulsi Gabbard and Kamala Harris were going at it last night. Oof. Our
10: Democratic Party, unfortunately, is not the party that is of, by, and for the people. It is a party that has been and continues to be influenced by the foreign policy establishment in Washington, represented by Hillary Clinton and others' foreign policy, by the
11: military-industrial complex, and other greedy
10: corporate interests.
11: (sighs) Um, right. I, I think that um, it, it's unfortunate that we have someone on the stage who is attempting to be the Democratic nominee for president of the United States, who during the Obama administration spent four years full time on Fox News criticizing President Obama, That's who, has That's who has spent full time, who has spent full time criticizing people on this stage as affiliated with the Democratic Party. When Donald suck. Trump was elected, not even sworn in buddied up to Steve Bannon to get a meeting with Donald Trump in the Trump Tower, fails to call Mm. a war criminal by what he is as a war criminal, and then spends full time during the course of this campaign, again criticizing the Democratic Party.
2: Wow. Yeah, they had fun last night, those two. Wow.
1: Wow. And Kamala Harris doesn't, fortunately, she doesn't criticize anybody else on that stage. Uh, Let's talk to Biden about that. (laughs) Uh-huh. Love that. Um, then uh, we find out there are some on the stage who are maybe a little more out of touch than others. Oh. Here's Amy Klobuchar and, and what she wants to see happen when she. Mr. Is Sire, president. thank
11: you. Senator Klobuchar, a brief response. A a well,
9: I just, I'm someone
12: that comes, uh
1: What? What happened to Amy uh, there? Ah, mm. oh, the clip's messed up. The clip's messed up. Good. Okay. That's perfect. Very good. All right. Well, she wants 18 year olds to vote. Whoa, that's radical! And what? Dang it!
2: Day Stop it. one. Uh, day one.
1: <laughs> wait, wait, it's. A...
2: What? And the next thing you'll be wanting is a constitutional <laughs> amendment that gives 18-year-olds the right to vote. <laughs> what is that?
1: Uh, hello, it. Putin. Uh, it's been a long time. What year
2: was that? That's was early seventies,
1: uh, probably maybe sixties. I, I don't know. I voted when I was 18, so that was, you know, nineteen. Well, my first actual chance was uh, the Reagan vote of 1980 so uh, wow 71
2: 70 Nineteen 1971
1: 71. hello 1971 called <laughs> <laughs>
2: it wants its argument back because <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that was uh, the thing I was saying wow. old enough to fight but not old enough to vote yeah right they were yes. sending kids off to old Vietnam. enough to go to
1: war but we yeah. can't have a say in who sends us there right pretty compelling argument actually. Mm. Uh, Joe Biden had a rough night. Here's a quick peek.
12: That's again. But right now, Republicans in Congress, including some of whom you've worked with for decades, are demanding investigations not only of you, but also of your son. How would you get those same Republicans mm. to work with you?
13: How? Well, look, the next president look. of the United States is to have do to th- do two things: two, defeat two things. Donald Trump. Yeah. That's number Wait. one. The, number stop it two, for a second. The to- next
1: president mm-hmm. is going to have to defeat Donald Trump. I don't think so. <laughs> First of all, the next president already did defeat Donald Trump or is Donald Trump. So I know I'm splitting here. No, I there see, a what bit. There. See, what see what you did there. We all see what you did there. All right, go ahead.
13: And number two, going to have to make be, be able to yeah, go on. into states like Georgia yeah. and North Carolina and other places and get a yeah. Senate majority. That's what I'll do. Get a, you, uh, you, you have to ask yourself up here, who what? is most likely to be able to win the nomination in the first place, uh, to win the presidency in the first place? Wayne secondly, oh, wait, who no. is most likely to increase the number of people who are Democrats in the House and in the Senate? And uh, by the way, I learned something about these impeachment trials. Okay. I learned, number one, that Donald Trump doesn't want me to be the nominee. <laughs> That's pretty clear. He uh-huh. held up aid to make sure that uh-huh. while at the same Shut time, up. innocent people in uh-huh. the dumb of getting killed by Russian soldiers. Secondly, what? I found out that Vladimir Putin doesn't want me to be president. So uh, I, uh, I've learned a lot about these things early on from these hearings that are were, were being held. But the bottom line uh, is, I think we have to ask ourselves the honest question. Who is most likely to do what needs to be done? Produce a Democratic majority in the United States Senate, maintain the House, and beat Trump.
1: Uh, it ain't you, my friend. Um, I got another uh, news flash for you. The American people don't want you to be president either. Oof. Okay? Pretty sure of that. I'm pretty sure of that. Yeah, that ship has sailed, my yeah. friend. Uh, Tom Steyer is an absolute nightmare as well. He might be this. He might be... He's probably third on my list. First is Elizabeth, Elizabeth Warren, and then uh, Bernie Sanders. Okay. And then you got your Tom Steyer. Hmm. And man, is that guy... Uh, a nightmare on climate change. Check this out. I want to bring
10: in Mr. Steyer on this. You've made cent- climate change a central point of your political career to this issue of making change, changes that last, making changes that are permanent. Could you address that, sir?
5: Rachel, I'm the only person on this stage who will say that climate is the number one priority for me. Vice President Biden won't say it senator warren won't say it so you're it's the only one state dumb of emergency, enough and i would declare yes. a state of emergency on day one oh i would use gosh. the emergency powers of the presidency wow there it I is i know that we uh, have look to at the, do this i've
1: spent a it for decade a the audience doesn't even applaud that that shows you how unpopular a stance that is uh. these are people who are all over climate change But they don't want a a national emergency declared on day one over climate change?
2: Andrew Yang was nodding along with that declaration.
1: Okay, Uh,
2: let's see the rest of this. Fighting and beating oil companies, stopping pipelines, stopping fossil fuel plants,
5: ensuring clean Uh energy across the country. I know that we have to do this. I also know that we can do this. Mm. I would make this the number one priority Mm -hmm. of my foreign policy as well. We can do this and create literally millions of good paying union jobs across this country. I would make He's sure that too. my climate policy was yeah, led by environmental justice okay. and members of the communities where this society has chosen to put our air and water pollution, which are low-income, black and brown <laughs> communities. Uh, and when what? we ask, how are we going to pull this country together? <laughs> how about this? How we about take this? on the biggest okay. challenge in history. We save the world uh-huh. and we do it together. Do you think that would pull America together? I do.
2: Oh, uh, boy, you are... He is
1: butt stupid. Something else. Seriously, butt Tom. stupid. And a guy who made all of his money initially in oil. <laughs> okay. All right. Now you're going to go to war against oil because you got yours. I, I can't take it. It's. Then Bernie Sanders. Showed that he's a buffoon on this yeah. issue as well. Uh, now, I disagree with the
5: thrust of the original question. What, what are we going to do in decades? What are we, do? What? we don't have decades. What? What? But the scientists are telling us we don't get our act together, together. in the next eight or nine years. Or nine we're talking years. about cities all over the world. Oh, uh-huh. Cities going underwater.
1: water? No, we're not.
5: We're talking about increased underwater. drought. We're talking. we're talking about increased extreme weather extreme disturbances. Water. The United Nations is telling. Us that in the years to come, yes. there'll be hundreds of hundreds millions, millions of, of climate refugees, climate causing refugees. national security issues all over the world.
2: <sighs> well, uh, he's, he's dumb too. Uh, but he climate a, scientists, nobody is saying. Again, a new number there? Did you hear that? Yeah, eight, eight or nine. Yeah. No, it's gone from twelve. Yeah. to ten. Time flies when you're to eight or nine. Scared of the weather. Eight or nine years. They're not even saying twelve. And that was... We've only gotten the 12 number like eight months ago.
1: And by the way, they didn't say 12. (laughs) And when people started saying they were saying 12, they said, no, we're not saying that. We're not saying it's over in 12 years. We're not saying cities are underwater in 12 years. (laughs) I can't... Why the... The... uh, Bald face lying that goes on in that party. Have they no shame at all? <sighs> <laughs> Do you want me to answer that? Because uh, no, it's uh, rhetorical. Okay, you good. Okay. Everyone knows the answer. You're good. Everyone knows.
3: Uh-huh.
1: Yeah. Uh, is the Amy Klobuchar on abortion thing is that as mind numbing as I as I'm afraid it is uh, the one we had trouble with earlier no uh she's no. on this is oh. about abortion this time
2: oh yeah yeah it's bad oh it's bad all these are bad all right let's hear that let's
1: hear that <laughs> we
12: should codify <laughs> roe v wade into law that is what we should do and this president
1: codify- <laughs> oh, stop indicated for a second early
12: on it's in the
1: constitution right i mean wasn't it a- no it wasn't an amendment is that what she wants to do is put it in the constitution let's put an abortion amendment
2: I, it, because the Supreme Court already ruled. I don't fully know the context there. Which
1: seems to be codified into law. I, I don't know. case law but, now. I mean, it shouldn't be, mm-hmm. but it already is. Anyway, go ahead indicated what early else, on
12: what he was going to do, and he's done it. Who? When he was running for office, oh, he literally yeah. said he, women should go to jail. <laughs> then he dialed it back and said doctors should go to jail. So no surprise that we're seeing these kinds of laws in Georgia, and Alabama, where his allies are passing these bills. And for what life? we have to remember is that the people are with us. And I predict this mm. will be a big election in, issue in the general election. And I just can't wait to stand across from Donald Trump and say this to him me too you know what what the people are with us over 70 percent of the people support roe v wade (laughs) over 90 percent of the people support funding for planned parenthood and making sure that women can get the health care they need he is off the track on this and he will hear from the women of america and this is how we're going to win this election all right Uh,
2: Seventy percent are on board with roe v wade 90% 90% are on board with funding Planned Parenthood?
1: No, I don't believe that. That's not true. No. Uh, first of all, she's spinning numbers. 70 I, I don't know if 70% are on board with Roe v. Wade, but no we've way. gone so far beyond no. Roe v. Wade now that people don't even know what that means anymore. If you were to explain to the American people what you're talking about, what these radical extremist freaks are talking about, the American people are not on board, almost exclusively not on board with you. And, and this late-term abortion stuff, 84% of the American people are not on board with that. Whether they want some form of abortion to be legal, it might be 70 I don't know. But uh, that, she, she spun some really, really outrageous numbers there.
3: Yeah,
2: but her hair stayed in place last night. Yeah, that's good. A bouncing around. That's good. Really was annoying, man. Yeah. she looked
1: a little bit like Dorothy Hamill there, a really old Dorothy Hamill <laughs> uh, with her little hairdo. It was cute. It was uh-huh. adorable. Dorothy's hair used to stay in place even when she was ice skating. 888 thirty three ninety three.
2: You done with all these? Uh, you,
1: you, uh, yeah, I can't take it older? anymore. I you, cannot you take see, uh, the Democrat debate really? anymore. Can't take it. Um, Is there something I should... Play that you want to finish. see uh,
2: cuz you had a listener uh and uh, and I think that uh, he was accurate uh Kent Hostetler pointed out that um Kamala Harris may have had a uh, an Eric Swalwell type moment there uh on stage last night. Oh. I don't know if you want to All right. You do you want to do that? I mean, sure. It seems like you're over nothing.
11: Stuff. He has abandoned well, the by, by by shutting down uh, the operation to
2: stumble there. Oh, you're not into it okay I'm sorry I it's not Eric Swalwell farting I didn't hear it oh really no oh it, it was yeah it was there no, play it again uh-huh Listen
1: Nothing.
11: Careful. he has abandoned that was it right
2: there
1: by,
11: by, by shutting down the operations with South Korea wait no it was
2: there it was there. Several people on Twitter picked up on that. Uh, All right. It's not as overt as Yeah, Eric not nearly. She didn't have, <laughs> the Eric she didn't have Mexican. The like Eric, Eric Swalwell
1: was a nuclear explosion was a, compared to that. There
2: was a, uh, there was a toot there from, uh, <laughs> right. from the senator. Okay. Yeah. Um, All right. And she had her moments, too. It was really interesting to watch mm. Democrats on Twitter last night. Because it was evenly split um, between like, uh, who won the little brouhaha whenever uh, Kamala and Tulsi were going back and forth. But um, one thing that people seemed kind of disappointed was, and uh, I don't know that we necessarily have, have the clip, uh, but um, MSNBC tossed her this softball. Because Pete Buttigieg, I don't know if you're aware, down in South Carolina, he said that I think 400 black pastors and leaders um, supported him, mm-hmm. and 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 these black leaders came out and said, uh, no, we didn't endorse him. Not what this is complete fabrication. And then they had some campaign materials, uh, Buttigieg's camp, uh, and they were using like stock photos of Africans. Like, these blacks support him, and it's bad for Pete, especially in South Carolina right now. And so they, they set mm. they set her up on a tee to go after him and rip him limb from limb, and she absolutely didn't. She said, I think he's apologized, and we're good. She is angling, mm. and I think she will absolutely get it, the vice presidential nomination if Pete Buttigieg is the he's the front runner, she sees that he's going to need black support. Mm-hmm. She is She'll playing it him. cool yeah. with Mayor Pete right now.
1: Yeah, well, she's she's at what one percent last last <laughs> yeah. we saw, and he was at twenty five yeah, in so, Iowa and New Hampshire. I mean, so yeah, think about this. He I mean, might be that he, he might be her only ticket. That's where he struggles, right?
2: Black support.
1: Uh, also, yesterday, AOC calling out uh, Stephen Miller for uh being a verified white supremacist yeah
2: i looked that up uh, that was some uh a white nationalist was, some some writer referenced that about him mm-hmm.
0: and i, I yeah I, I feel like i'm this. out of the
1: loop on this first let's take a look at uh, what aoc had
2: to say
0: it's nuts because earlier this year when i echoed mm-hmm the the consensus of experts of historians of experts of political scientists in saying that the conditions on our board of the mass expansion of detention camps qualifies as a concentration camp which is everybody garbage. thought it was nuts right it was so we realized yes, this right. week that stephen miller is a no joke die hard white nationalist this is what our our policy has become, and in wow. order for us to rectify Good. and to begin to heal Gosh. as a country, he has got to go. I feel
4: duty bound to note that that like Miller's defense, Miller here. himself would say, "I'm Jewish myself. I come Thank from a Jewish you. family, and it's offensive um, right. for you to invoke that word, particularly as." as Regards, uh, uh, someone who is Jewish.
0: Well, I'm sure that's Thank you. also the way in which he's weaponized his identity, right? Like, are, are you kidding me? You know, they say, and and there's this, there's your the color of your skin. This is despicable. And the, and the identity you are born with does not absolve you of moral wrong. You know, it does. what? And
1: these lemmings that the perfect this kind of person, stuff unbelievable the
0: perfect looking person uh-huh. to advance horrifically inhumane immigration policy would be someone that looks like me mm. or someone that looks like someone in this audience right because that's what provides the cover for that's these despicable okay i can't hear any more of it
1: she is despicable why isn't the anti-defamation league on her case for saying that Stephen Miller weaponized being Jewish. There's yet another indication of her anti-Semitism. Mm. Why isn't she being called out on that? They would, if that was Glenn Beck saying it, it they'd be all over him. Right now, look, I, I don't know much about Stephen Miller, I, and I'm I'm not a fan of Breitbart. But the Southern Poverty Law Center, where she's getting all this stuff. It's the Southern Poverty Law Center, which is itself a racist, leftist cauldron of hate. I looked up some of the SPLC's accusations of white supremacy they level at him. And you know what it's filled with? Uh, He linked a story from a site. He reached out to Pamela Geller. What? Okay, because so. He reached out to Pamela Geller, who fights against uh, Islamists really hard. He linked. You love this, Keith. Mm. Do you know that he once linked to a story about Calvin Coolidge? Whoa. If that's not proof of his white supremacy, I don't know what is. (laughs) Wait a second. Because, Because of an immigration policy that Coolidge had. They've tied that to eugenics. What? Yeah. Yes. The Southern Poverty Law Center has tied Calvin Coolidge Uh to eugenics, which is interesting. Since when is eugenics a bad thing to the extreme left? They love the eugenics of Margaret Sanger and her organization, Planned Parenthood, which is still to this day carrying out Margaret Sanger's vision of eugenics more successfully than Hitler did. Because you have a good portion of the country that loves and supports that eugenics. Yeah, you can kill all the babies you want. We don't mind that. Sure. 63 million? That's not a problem. That slaughter of America is ongoing. Minorities and non-minorities. The Southern Poverty Law Center hates all traditional American values. They hate conservatives and conservatism they're a despicable group by the way AOC is linked to an ideology of hate and misery called socialism called Marxism an ideology that has led to the death of over a hundred billion people on this planet and continues to cause suffering of over a billion people on this planet right now today Socialism and Marxism is killing people today. Talk about people's lives being at risk. Nothing on earth, with the possible exception of infectious diseases, has killed and maimed more than Marxism has. And then she says we can't allow somebody like Stephen Miller to be in the White House. We can't allow someone like AOC in the United States Congress. I'm so tired of these despicable liars and haters and quoting the Southern Poverty Law Center like it's some bastion of integrity when everybody knows it's it's nothing but a tool of the left. That's all it is. It's nothing but a tool of socialists and communists. They, they had David Barton on the list of of terrorism. He was a domestic terrorist. David Barton... Okay, I just I can't take it.
2: That's right. I'd forgotten about that.
1: They're 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 one of the worst organizations in this country.
2: Um. Yeah. And shame on Calvin Coolidge. Uh, who wanted shame to on have, him? He wanted you to have a college degree or a special skill. Yes, to be uh, an American. Yeah, because that's that's
1: because you're not supposed to ask anything of anybody to that be an American. Is hateful. Uh, right. Mm-hmm. Calvin Coolidge was awesome. He was America's. Maybe greatest. He was certainly the greatest of the 20th century. Oh, yeah. I don't think there's any doubt about that. Even better than Ronald Reagan. Calvin Coolidge was a great president, and he was not a white nationalist or white supremacist. They don't have any problem with Woodrow Wilson, who was a
2: racist. Yeah, and um, and Coolidge um, really <sighs> stood up to the KKK that was flourishing yes, because of did. the previous uh, president uh, uh, before the Harding-Coolidge era. Uh, Woodrow Wilson had um, uh, helped uh, the KKK rebirth in America, and I'm trying to yeah. find this great quote that I cannot find uh, here on the fly that Coolidge said, but uh, I do know that uh, Coolidge was quoted by MLK in his famous, I have a dream speech. So it's like, right? It, it, the Southern it's Poverty crazy. Law Center is an absolute they're joke. Nuts. Yes, they're they nuts. Are.
1: They're stark raving mad. Oh, by the way, hmm. uh, we alluded to this earlier today, but I, I, we can't, we'd be remiss if we didn't give you this news uh, oh, that happened late yesterday.
2: Break it to me slowly. The
1: Wayne Messam campaign might not be as you know, messamentum oh, as you think oh, he, it is. He only had four
2: dollars yeah. last quarter. Yeah, little well, n- instead of no, five. No, it,
1: it, it was five. It was five. But apparently, they're they're not sure that's going to be enough to keep going. All right, they're not going anymore. Wait, well, they, they did, it's Choo, not enough. Choo-choo. They've they've suspended their campaign.
2: Messam, yeah. So
1: choo-choo. I tried to break it to you. Was that gentle enough? Uh, no, Wayne Messam, I am susp- suspending my 2020 presidential uh, campaign, but I'm not finished yet.
2: That's terrible. Uh, why, god. Right. I know.
1: All right, I got to tell you about ExpressVPN. You know, people are always trying to get your social security number, your contact details, your credit scores, all kinds of stuff and that was all taken from Capital One customers recently there is something you can do to protect yourself it's Express VPN you can't control how big corporations mishandle your data but you can protect yourself with Express VPN don't go online without it Use my special link, expressvpn.com slash WHB, right now to arm yourself with an extra three months of ExpressVPN for free. That's expressvpn.com slash WHB.